welcome to Guild Wars, podcast dedicated to unearthing the deep lore of Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2. I'm Joe Neustel, and between myself and my co-host Tony, we have over 20 years of experience with the Guild Wars franchise, and still manage to know very little. Without further ado, here he is, Tyria's sweetheart and Melandru's dirty boy, Tony Melchor. Tony, how you doing today? Good, good. Doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Today, I think we're going to do things a little bit differently. Sure. Okay. Today, instead of taking a dip into the lore, I think we're going to talk about current events because it's really not our niche, but fuck it. This is our podcast. We're going to do what we want. (laughs) Okay. Hell yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about the Elite Specialization Beta. Oh, yes. Did you have some fun doing that over the past week? Oh, yeah. I, the Harbinger, the Harbinger's... By far my favorite, I think. Was that your gold star right off the top? I think so. I, I tried the Guardian first, but I mean, the Guardian's really fun in general. Just just the whole mechanics of it is so fun. But the Harbinger, this, the Necromancer, so fun. Uh, we'll get into the details there. But first, I'd like to say that uh, a little later on in this episode, we're going to play a little game too. So if, if you're not really interested in hearing the elite special, hearing some more about the elite specializations, <laughs> because I know that every other Guild Wars content creator out there has covered this already, we'll be playing a game later on that I like to call NPC or Map Chat. <laughs> and over the last few weeks, I've compiled a list of things that I have I've found throughout the world of Tyria. I've been in some pretty obscure places. Doing some pretty obscure things. And I'm going to put Tony Melchor to the test. Are you ready, my man? I've I've seen some shit. Yes. I'm excited. I guess let's start by talking about, I think I'd like to just start by saying general PVE, like open world PVE. I think all of these elite specializations are going to be just fine. Oh yeah, definitely. With their strengths or weaknesses, I think that probably the least... I, I just think that they have, like, a really good feel. Yeah, definitely. It's like zipping around camp, though. A lot of mobility in these kits. Um, maybe not so much the Virtuoso. Definitely the other two. Like, um, even in the underwhelming, with, like, the underwhelming aspects of some of the uh, of the classes, the Willbender um, specifically, I think, that, I think that there's going to be a really good just overall feel to zipping around Cantha. Yeah, definitely. They they're so fun. I had a blast playing playing them. I didn't grab the virtuoso because I was just having so much fun with the uh, the harbinger and the willbender. But the virtuoso seeing you play it in PvP was pretty cool. Yeah. So I guess let's uh, let's go move on to some PvP talk here. So what did you what what did you notice about PvP in your time playing matches as these specializations? With the willbender, it was very hard. You go in. And at least for me, you basically die. It's very, it's a very niche thing. I think I don't know where it fits. I don't know if the pros figured out where it fits. Um, definitely not my favorite in PvP. Harbinger OP probably is gonna get a little bit of a nerf after you know it's in beta, obviously, so it's gonna get nerfed and what what have you. But it was it was super fun. It played like a the the mobility was insane. So it played like a thief and it did pretty good solo damage for the most part had some good 1v1 fights it handled itself pretty well um the virtuoso i didn't play so i can't say anything on that aspect but they hurt <laughs> they hurt and their visuals are are uh what's the word 
really shiny. They're very shiny, so they're very, very distracting. Eye- yeah, very eye-catching. Mm-hmm. They don't have quite as much distraction factor as the uh, as like the core mesmer or any any mesmer elite spec that yeah. has like clones. Mm-hmm. But I but they are pretty flashy nonetheless and a little bit disorienting uh, in their own right. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely this time around. You know, with new skills and everything and the. Having that raining blade type of thing come down on you is like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I think that currently the Virtuoso is probably the best tuned at the moment. Um, just because <laughs> of the actual mechanic that they changed. Um, like cutting off the clones and then sort of like adding numbers to their game. Yeah, yeah. Adding the like damage. Um, they've dealt with classes that don't have clones. Mm-hmm. You know, they like every other class other than Mesmer. Yeah. So they know how to tune something to to that end. Okay. Whereas they were like, you know, playing with taking away your health, like the, the Harbinger. Yeah. The Shroud there, really, uh, that's like something completely new. I had uh, caught me totally off guard oh, yeah. when they told us that we were going to be losing our, our health. Yeah. You know? So maybe they'll have to do a little more tinkering with that before it really finds its feet. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I did play Willbender first. I was super excited when I saw when I saw the Willbender. Uh-huh. I wanted that to be the thief, the the double sword thief, Shiro inspired, and it was Shiro inspired. It's. I mean, it's essentially like a you know like a like a daredevil type. If we're t- I know we're not talking about lore today, but here's a little mm. um, Shiro Tagachi was the bodyguard of Kaning Ta, mm-hmm. who was the first... He founded the Imperial Dragon Empire of Kantha. Yep. So, that being said, the Willbender is inspired by the bodyguards of the Emperor. Oh. So, essentially, it was sort of like Shiro-inspired. He may have been the... He, he was probably the first. Yeah, but also, at that point, it raised a question in my mind. Mm. You know, we talked in the Tengu episode, our last episode, about the rise of nationalism in Kantha, like a really oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. racist sort of energy going on there. Sure, yeah. Um, kicking out all these non-human people. But, like, why are why, why are we as the Willbender trying to embody the person protecting these emperors now? Like, ah? Okay. Why, why the hell do I want to... Why do I want to be that guy's bodyguard? Why do I want to embody that energy right now? Okay. No, I don't know. Maybe... Just a little lack of foresight on that. Interesting. That's a cool perspective. Or I, I never would have thought about that. Or maybe there's a new emperor. I don't really know. But if we're, you know, facing off against some form of like nationalist entity like that, I mean, obviously not. We're bringing the pact commander, which could be of like you know five races. Yeah. Um, yeah. Over. Yeah. We're trying to fight fight the nationalism, and the guardians. You know. Maybe they're just brainwashed, maybe, in a sense. They think they're right, kind yeah. of thing. I mean, maybe the Emperor's turning over a new leaf, and it's all right for us to sort of go into that. But, like, if there's anything hmm. tied up with Willbenders and, like, nationalism and, like, things that are, you know, kind of, and, like, racism and things that just, you know, I don't really want to feel like my character is aligning themselves with some shitheads. <laughs> really. Fair enough. I don't want to yeah. feel like I'm defending some assholes. <laughs> Fair enough. So that kind of soured that for me. Enough on the lore. I played some PvP and got my fucking shit rocked. Holy yeah. moly. The Willbender? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, super glassy. I think that I like what they're doing with the mobility, and I do think that somewhere along the way, it's going to find its feet as a roamer, like um, like an off-point fighter, a plus-one fighter, and a yeah. decap, like a pseudo-thief. It definitely needs some fine-tuning in the PvP aspect. I think every—well, I don't know about raids, actually, how it is, but— Raids, because everyone's so stacked up on each other, and, like, you have that support, you have, like, your dedicated role, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. The DPS is always glassy. So, mm. it, so that one's okay. I think it will fit that niche better than it does PvP, at least in its current form. Okay. Because it had some pretty good benchmarks. Like, it was, it was doing some decent damage, and if you can keep them alive, then, you know. For sure. Um pve aspect oh man looks so fun to just roam around with that yeah just running around you know doing map completion or whatever mm-hmm. it seems, that'll be fine that'll, that'll be, be fine oh, that'd be great run like some marauders or some berserkers and just kill mobs mm-hmm. right quick and the healing from the uh reversal of fortune yeah no not the reversal of fortune from the virtues oh yeah, uh, yeah. like the flames yeah will bender flame that'll be nice for sustain and mm-hmm played uh some harbinger really liked the harbinger spitting some super hot fire oh yeah a lot of quickness a lot of damage really fast hard to lock down a lot of mobility yeah i juked i broke some ankles in pvp that's for damn sure seriously oh i do think pound for pound like if you put a harbinger up against uh, a scourge or even a reaper you know i think that they're not going to be able to to like toe the mark and really fight um they're not going to be as strong pound for pound as either one of those they've got the reaper has a really good lockdown potential um if you chill yeah. them, a lot of chill um cripples it's, yeah all sorts of cc that can help you actually pinch down that harbinger harbinger so positioning in like a skill cap there is definitely going to play positioning your war using your worm just like all those little stun breaks and and stuff like that yeah definitely you have to play it really well against especially against a reaper because god they're so strong i mean the scourge if you can even bust through those shields you know through that barrier yeah um but there's just a ton of cc and barrier and if it's like a team fight situation in pvp that harbinger really has to pick its battles it really does yeah it's like it's like thief you go in you blow up someone real quick and then you go try and decap if you can very strong but i don't think i could say that it's like overpowered definitely not it was easy to shut down like i playing some rank games with like people who knew what the hell they were doing it it got really difficult real quick i don't know we had some <laughs> hell hath no fury <laughs> like accidentally hitting the rank button we don't really play unranked pvp yeah here. and um it's reflex just to go to ranked and oh my god the rage <laughs> oh yeah that one guy oh oh my god if if you play the beta specs in a, in a ranked match you're gonna see some serious hate some very unhappy people oh my god there's not enough aloe for that scalding that scalding oh, burn. For real. Poor guy. I think he shaved some years off of him. Off of himself with all that stress in a fifteen minute man. That poor person. Holy <laughs> moly. Virtuoso I played in PvP and I did like it. 
I don't know if it's my illiteracy with uh, Mesmer that really held me back, but it has some great burst potential. I just don't really get the positioning as much. Sure. Um, maybe if I had a little more time to like play around with the builds and sort of see the theory crafting of the the good the good folks. Yeah, I you know I don't play any purple class really. The only time I play is when I'm doing raids and tanking tanking on a chrono, and that's like super easy. Um, especially I've never played it in PvP. No, not your not your thing there. Not my thing. Well, I mean, I also I think the last time I played it was when staff. I, it was either Chrono or regular Mesmer. Cro- core Mesmer was a thing. I think it might have been Chrono. Um, but yeah, it's been a long, long time. I'm sure if I looked up some builds and really took time for it, but I have other classes to play that seem a little bit more fun. One of those things. Yeah, it's um, it definitely takes a little bit of getting used to, which is why I haven't really excelled at it because I haven't really taken put the time in. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the few remaining champion titles I need to get. Mm-hmm. So I might leave that one for last, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, maybe. I'm not sure. It depends on how... Because I really had some fun with the Virtuoso. So when everything's like full launch and live, you know... Oh, yeah. And then, the Dragons comes out, I might reassess that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the different specs and stuff. I but like. yeah, it had some really good AoE. Found it very useful for locking down um kills or like zoning people out for getting revives it had um the utilities those aoe utilities it's yeah. like one has a big daze or stun uh-huh. um definitely helped with like control control in the area they have a really good oh shit button i don't know what it was but they have like this little sphere where they go into like a weird chaotic shield thingy and they're invulnerable for like four seconds or something crazy yeah i think that's their f four that's that was a really good oh shit button yeah it worked out every once in a while for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. i've had some I, I lost a couple scraps to that oh shit button but then again that was me just learning the, what i'm up against kind of thing i think the king of pvp as of now uh, at least for me i can't speak for everybody i am not the mesmer man definitely had to be harbinger yeah i, I tried that will bender every which way Mm-hmm. tried it with the the swords and the hammers i i tried it with the shield yeah tried it with the focus i tried it with the the scepter and i just could not make it could not make it bend their wills for sure and then with the uh, with the less concentration you didn't want to take it as support really true um, so they kind of just put you in a in a path that you can't change basically in a sense which is good yeah. I like I like the fact that they're kind of keeping things a little more muted nowadays um, with okay. these specs. It definitely looked like they're not going like super crazy like they have in, in, in the past. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the specs overall just look so freaking fun. They're going to be fun to play. They are fun to play. I mean, hell yeah. I, I thought every single one of them felt good, even I, if it I didn't them. perform like I wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. No, it felt it felt so fun. It felt so cool. And at the end of the day, isn't that all that matters? Mm-hmm. Like we're playing a game. We're not uh, trying to be professionals here or anything. Yeah, like. yeah. We're not trying to be professionals. We say things like shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I didn't do any of the raids with him just because I wasn't too sure on the build and stuff. But I think I saw Snow Crows bench Harbinger with like freaking 48k or something 
stupid ridiculous. Holy crap! That was that's higher than I thought. I, I think thought it was at like I'm 44. pretty sh- I'm pretty sure it was 48. Maybe it was 44, but it was definitely 40. And prior to that, that was like the one that reached that number. Like, I, well, the mesmer, the chrono, power chrono hit like 55 if you did it perfectly. Like spiked and then like consistent on like a high 38 or some shit ridiculous. But that's on the golem, obviously. It, the variables change when you're on a boss. Um, and I don't think the Harbinger is going to have that. Uh, they're going to have periods where they're, you know, down a little bit. Yeah, um, you got to take off the stacks, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't even really consider the fact that if you're hanging out in that shroud for too long, you're going to be just a sitting duck. You know, yeah. you got to play it perfectly. I think the lower the, the lower the health you're missing, the more damage you do. But it's like a thin line you play with, I think. Yeah, but I mean, if you only have like, you know, like 10,000 health and you get hit. Yeah, you're you're screwed. Yeah, you're probably going down. You're screwed, yeah. Especially if you're doing like CMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. That'll be an interesting dynamic to to play around with. Just another mechanic. It's like uh, engi- power engineer. It's like Hollowsmith with uh, overheating kind of kind of thing. Yeah, I was um interested to see if there was going to be that support capability for the Harbinger with all of those elixirs. Oh man. But I don't think that that is the way that things are leaning, you know. No, I, I, if it, if the elixir, the elite, if it was only, it's only you, it's not shareable. Mm-hmm. So that I was, that was a, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily a bummer, but I was looking forward to that, like another support quickness type of thing. No, does the shroud quickness pulse to the the shroud does pulse, but I mean. You know, it's it's not the same. It's like it's like the quick brand. Like you want to use your elite, feel my wrath, go to five people, and you want to use your tomes, and all of that just keeps adding, right? Whereas if you're in the crowd, all you have is just yeah, just damage, sh- damage, damage. Yep. Yeah. Which might help to you know free up that quickness slot for something a little. It might change the dynamic a it, bit. It could. It definitely could, but I I think there's still just going to be a dedicated quickness. I think it'll help keep the quickness uptime up for sure, depending on... But that's just depending on, like, later on how, how well it does on damage. Um, it did pique my interest to see how they're going to... Like, with their character designs that they're coming up with, things like that, you know, keeping that quickness uptime is going to allow you to do more damage... Mm-hmm. over the course of the fight you know yeah so that might lend like a clue to the future of their strike cms and like Ooh. the difficulty levels that they're going to be pushing for i totally I, that slipped my mind but that'd be yeah okay so like mechanically if you are like pushing the bar a little bit in, in a really subtle way which is cool because yeah. it's not like just like fucking blowing the thing wide open yeah, yeah. it might allow their um encounter creators to do something a little more extravagant okay push what a boss can be that'd be cool that'd be really cool yeah um like not as much part. for me because i generally only play pvp but you <laughs> my man yeah the raid boss the raid boss i don't think we're gonna get any raids but i'm very excited for the new strikes and the cms and uh encounters quote-unquote encounters Whatever that means. Maybe it's like tied together, but I, I I still think it's separated. I still think we're gonna get more than the strikes. Maybe some more dungeons or something. As long as they supply you with the avenue to fulfill that like rating itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Like if you want hard content, you got it. Yep. As long as you feel satisfied, it doesn't matter what you call it, right? 
Yeah. It doesn't matter what we call it. This is, uh, we're all zen over here. We're man. all zen. We're going to Kantha. Um. We're going to the monastery. <laughs> we're going to the monastery to get zen. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on the, I guess, Virtuoso is probably just going to be a damage class as well. I think so. Damage. And- well, yeah, definitely damage. It seemed like it did a lot of bleeding, so like maybe a Kanji DPS or like some weird hybrid, which there was like a weird hybrid of Kanji Soul Beast or something, but I think, I don't know. It's hard to say. They might they might have a spot in there, you know. They'll, they'll you know, at least everything was benching pretty good, so... The benchmarks were looking good across the board, so everyone's going to have a spot as, like, DPS, probably. Maybe probably. not meta, but viable. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, my brain doesn't work that way in the theory crafting of, like, maximizing, so I just, I wait for snow crows, because they, they are insane. Those people are insane. You and 95% of other players, <laughs> maybe more, I don't know, that's a bullshit statistic, feel the same way, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. I can look at a lot of, uh, I've made like several builds for PvP and things like that. Um, Some of them work and most of them don't. You know, I'm always (laughs) trying something new, but yeah, that's super valid. And if anyone out there is listening and feels like bad because they're not a theory crafter, that's totally fine. Yeah, dude, dude, whatever. Fuck it. You do you. And as long as you're having fun, I don't. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for when's the when's the next beta? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember, yeah. But I'm I'm so excited for it, dude. I'll make a note and throw it in the um, show notes. As probably some of you have heard, I don't know if you guys have seen, and we're probably not going to talk about it, but there have been some leaks oh, yeah, for dude, the rest leaked, of the specs. Yeah, they leaked Double Longbow Ranger. Yeah, double, <laughs> yeah they leaked Double Longbow Ranger, um, Double Staff Guardian. Um, That's going to be sick, Double dude. Staff uh, Mesmer. Yep. D- Double Staff Guardian. Daredevil Double 2. Longbow Ranger. Yep. Hmm. What else? Yeah, actually, I think that's the name of the Thief Elite that, uh, spec that got dropped was Daredevil 2. Daredevil. <laughs> they're, they're, just re, they're just taking another crack at it. Daredevil Remastered. They're just getting the... Yeah, it's actually not a remaster. It's a ground-up remake. <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> a ground-up remake in DX11. In DX11, there you go. Oh man, I'm so ready. Ready, ready. Ready, ready. What else got leaked, Tony? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think that was it. Yeah, I'm... like I, I don't go to like Reddit and stuff like that. So I just like for like Guild Wars stuff, I like to like. I think they I find out eventually. I well, guess. I think they leaked for the engineer. It's gonna be. I think it was called um, Melee Scrapper. Where you just put your hammer down, and mm-hmm. then you just punch him. Oh, yeah, it's uh, just brass knuckles. I think they they leaked the brass knuckles. Oh, yeah, new new weapon it's called It's called Monk, Monk, Inge- Monk Engineer. Monk Engineer, yes. Uh, yeah, we should have put up a, a warning. Not a spoiler warning, a but disclaimer? a bullshit warning. A bullshit warning, there you go. I don't think any of this is it. <laughs> if you believe us, I don't know if you should be ashamed or we, oh, we should, should be ashamed. Be ashamed. <laughs> it's a thin line. It's a very thin line. But keep an eye out for that double longbow ranger. Yeah. It does real good good work. Super high DPS. <laughs> it's actually gonna be a support build, I heard. It's uh it, it gives you it gives you a cool perspective of like other MMOs. It's like uh Final Fantasy where you have uh <laughs> the global cooldown. <laughs> 
And if you don't know what we mean, put on double longbow and you'll see. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. (laughs) That's good. That's good, man. 10 out of 10. All right. That's enough silliness. Are you ready to get into some more silliness? Yep. Always. All right. You can't see my second monitor, right? Nope. All right, cool. We're going to play a little game <clears throat> called NPC or Map Chat. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to test Tony's skills. And if he uh, if he wins, well, uh, I don't know how you win or lose. You're just playing against yourself. I, yeah. Um, I don't know. So Pride? If, if Tony doesn't Ego? get one, I'm going to make him do the next show um, naked. Yeah, naked. I get. I guess. I mean, you're threatening me with a good time. That's <laughs> that's that's fine. All right, that's cool. Here's your first one, man. All right, here we go. Can I fail on purpose? Uh, well, just try your best. Come on. <laughs> as as long as you're having fun, I don't care how you play. Didn't we already say that? Oh, that's true. Yeah, All right. that's true. I'm gonna catch you, chicken. <laughs> uh, I think I've definitely heard an NPC say this. Yeah, that's a small child in Queensdale. Okay. All right, so here's the next one. We survived somehow. I feel like that's a timey, timey thing, but definitely an NPC. Uh, yeah, that's a refugee farm worker in the Crystal Oasis. Oh, yeah. Descend into darkness. Descend into darkness. I feel like that's very NPC-ish, but I feel like that's a map chat one. Yeah, that was a guild recruiter in Crystal Oasis. Oh, nice. I spent a lot of time in Crystal Oasis, I guess. Pinata. Uh, nah, I'm just finishing up masteries I should have done a long time ago. No, oh, I see, I see. Lies and slander. Uh, hmm. Is that Zara? NPC? Uh, nope, that's just a person in Drizzlewood Coast. <laughs> Complaining, probably someone told them they were... It wasn't going to take too long. <laughs> there you are. It's three o'clock in the morning. Uh, you have to be at work soon. Oh, man. And you're just starting the assault on the ice citadel or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to break some stones. Oh, man. NPC. You're right. Minertron. My- M- Metatron? <laughs> Metatron? Megatron? Megatron? Metatron. That's not a bad character name. Metatron. What is that from? I think it's from like... Uh, that show. Oh, it's from Supernatural. That's what I. Metatron. Metatron's like some some angel or something. I think. Meta or nothing. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, meta or nothing. You doing? All right. (laughs) More violence, I say. Less violence. No, you don't have to answer that. (laughs) All right. Here's a really, really good one. Hmm. Hit them into the next dimension. (laughs) Uh. Hmm. Hit them into the next dimension. I feel like that's an Assurin NPC, but I'm going to go with Map Chat. Tony, that was you. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh re- that was. I don't remember where the hell we were, what the hell we were doing. Didn't we? We were PvPing for sure. Oh, probably. Oh, man. Yeah. I was on one. All right. I've got one more. This is the bonus round. Oh. This is the bonus round. Okay. Okay. This is where I win my chicken. It smells like a dozen eggs <laughs> dropped into a vat of vinegar. Oh. NPC. That's right. Can you tell me what game that's from? The Guild Wars 1? Oh, no. Dropped in a vat of vinegar. In a thick Scottish accent. Time is ticking, my man. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Skyrim. I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) Divinity. Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did really well, though. I think you didn't miss any of them. Really? Yeah. No, I missed one. I think I missed one. Keep me humble. 
Keep you humble. Keep me humble. Uh, well, I'll just listen back to all of this at some point and figure it out. <laughs> so, what do you think the next specs are going to be that are revealed to us? Um, I don't know. Does it go in line? I, I haven't made a character in a while. I don't remember if it goes in line, but I feel like maybe engineer, engineer, ranger, and maybe warrior or something. I'm just waiting on the ranger. I don't know. I don't know about the rest of it. Yeah, I, the ranger seems like it's going to be, oh, if you guys don't know about the leak, then you don't know, but it's it's exciting for us. I it's like a throwback, kind of. I don't even know about the leak. <laughs> <laughs> Likely story. Hey, it's true. I mean, I saw something about it, but my brain is like a sieve. I guess that's it, it could also be false. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Oh, totally. I mean, you never trust it 100%. That's true. They might just throw a curveball at us, and we might, we Maybe might they actually be us. right with the double longbow ranger. Or longbow shortbow. Shortbow offhand. Shortbow. <laughs> Crawl... A crossbow, crossbow offhand, or like uh, some type of like pistol, pistol crossbow thing. Some what? Are, what? Are, what are we? Van Helsing? They already did that, didn't you see the Harbinger? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Tony. Uh, are there any final thoughts you have on these elite specs? What's coming up? What are you excited for? All of it, really. I'm hoping there is fun. The next three are as fun as and fluid as the ones that were just shown to us. Like if that's. If it stays consistent, then I am more than happy. Like, we're getting Canva. That's sick. We're getting double mounts. That's sick. These characters, these few characters feel really cool. That's really cool. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm super pleased with the three they've released. I think that their concepts are great. I think that their design is great. And just keep dishing it up. Keep dishing it up. And I just, I'm going to wait to fish. Yep, yep. <laughs> Digging up bait. <laughs> That's it. Oh, newbie advice. Since this is not a regular episode, I think we'll save the newbie snack. Uh, oh, okay. We might not get uh, as many of the new players listening through all of this talk about elite specs and blah, blah, blah. Fair enough. We'll, we'll save it for the next regular episode that we do. Cool. Perfect. Uh, next week, I think we'll be doing a little talk about... Uh, Glint, the Flame Seeker Prophecies, the Forgotten. I'm not really sure how I'm gonna break it all up, but I don't want to forget the Forgotten. <laughs> Who? Exactly. Glint, I think that has like really good tie. Like we can like go off into Blast and Orine yep. and all the all the stuff. Cool. And it has really good ties to like the lore of Guild Wars One and the you know the the Flame Seeker Prophecies and basically the first. The first trickle of the dragons and yeah, sounds dope. All of the good. So I think we're gonna jump into that next week. If you haven't played Guild Wars One and you're curious about what prophecies actually means, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. But until then, you can tweet at us at Lore's Guild. Mm -hmm. uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Guild Wars Podcast. Uh, do some screenshots. I have Tony try to remember to take his screenshots and oh, send them man. to me. Yeah. Yeah. You can email us. It's guildwarspodcast at gmail.com. D&D fans can check out my D&D content at Foren Fables Instagram, F-O-W-R-E-N Fables. We also are planning on doing some Twitch streaming uh, on my Twitch that is of the same name. You can check that out, follow it, and get ready. Mm -hmm. Hit us up in game. 
Tony's in-game name. Do you remember, Tony? Cartoon Link. 60.6180. All right. And mine is Trogdor Mama 4903. Yeah. Hit us up. Say hi. Tell us how you like the podcast. If you want a guild invite to our guild. If you want us to cover any lore that... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're also on Apple Podcasts now. You can check us out there. If, oh, yeah. Uh, if you've been listening to us on Anchor but don't want to. Yep. Spotify. Yeah. So after many... Uh, just a fucking barrage of emails i finally got us up on apple for some reason they did not like us i don't yeah. think we're that explicit this yeah. is the most <laughs> swearing we've done in an episode because we don't really have lore to talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah joe longbow fived uh ranger longbow fived at them yeah i just used my elite skill volley <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yep Finally got us up there, so that's cool. If you're listening, yeah, that's great. We're give very us a review. Uh-huh. Give us a, give us a rating, review, all that other shit. I don't, I don't know. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very appreciative. As the kids shows that my my kid watches. If you like it, like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds good, right? Sage advice. If you love it, subscribe. If you love it, subscribe. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tony, for being here with me. Yeah, man. And we'll see you in Tyria. Bye.